This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. This is Being Awesome, a podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. I'm Rob. And I think I woke up from my nap too early. Yeah. This week in Awesome, guys, the merchandising push for The Last Night continues uh, with news of a Build-A-Bear promotion. Looks like they're uh, (laughs) Optimus and Bee-themed teddy bears. You can build that Build-A-Bear. You know, the wife likes to go to Build-A-Bear quite a bit, and I showed her them, seeing if she wanted to get these ones and she wasn't quite sure because they kind of squared off the feet and stuff to make them look more like robots so she's not quite sure but i think we might end up going anyway so she can build another bear and probably deck it out with some of the uh, robot stuff they have available for accessorizing pretty sure it's not going to happen you know when we were at universal studios they had these plush uh, optimus and bumblebee dolls that she was more fond of and just about Everyone I saw around a ride was clutching one of those, which, you know, you could say, well, maybe the uh, classic G1 designs lend themselves more to plush than uh, the movie ones do. And that's probably safe to assume, seeing how uh, full of gears and sharp points the movie designs are versus the original designs. But, you know, they're trying to sell this movie, so of course they're going to have movie designs. So that's a no-brainer on that one. But it made me think, you know, I just brought up Universal again. The movie, excuse me, (laughs) the movie right at Universal, of course, is based on the movies because each one of them makes a couple of billion dollars. So it's not exactly rocket science anyway. Why they would cash in on that as opposed to the old cartoon or not. But, you know, there's always every time there's a new movie comes up, the conversation of why aren't they, why'd they change the look of them? And that's. In all honesty, the main beef people have with them uh, is that they don't look identical to the G1 counterparts and they redid their looks. And, of course, you know, the reasoning was always it wouldn't look realistic, which I've always went with. And I was like, yeah, I could see that. But I was always like, I don't know, maybe they maybe they could do something with those old designs to make them make them look more in line as a realistic movie depiction could be or something like that and i always stayed in the back of my head like i don't know could they and then you know i was thinking and it's really occurred to me last november when we were at universal and rode that transformers ride it was close to like virtual reality you know it's like it is very there they are and you don't the the realism really lends itself to the whole immersion of the ride you know like it's you know there's a in islands of adventure on the other side of universal orlando they have a spider-man ride that works almost exactly the same as the transformers ride it's even the same ride vehicles whatever but instead of evac they've called them some sort of daily bugle news (laughs) car or something and while you're going around in the uh dioramas and whatnot that are real the screens uh for that aspect of the ride you know it's the whole 3d screens and they 
do the same explosions and water and stuff to really immerse you in there. But it's a CGI uh, thing in Spider-Man and the crew. They're really... They're pretty much con computer-generated versions of the Fox cartoon depictions of the characters. You know, in fact, stuff from the Fox Kids Spider-Man cartoon is in the pre-ride videos. And, you know, you're looking at a cartoon. You know, even though it's CGI and stuff, you're looking at a cartoon, no doubt. And, you know, there's no... <laughs> you're laughing, you know, you're on a ride. There's a couple of people are screaming at the big drop and all that. But you're still looking at a cartoon, and you can tell you're looking at a cartoon, without a doubt. While on the Transformers ride, even though you know it's not there, it does seem more immersive. So, maybe there is something to that design method, because, yeah, it, it's almost like like you're there. You know, it's like I said, it's almost like virtual reality. So, maybe there's something is something is there, too, though, those, those designs, to make them more realistic and moving about as they would in real life. So I don't know. I think I'm uh, cementing my opinion on agreeing with them on that thought process based on a theme park that I'd like to go to again. <laughs> totally need to do that. Totally do. We're looking at taking a, a trip to one of the Orlando parks. Like Thanksgiving, Christmas, something like that in 18. Hopefully if things go right. And... um keep coming kind of hem and hawing on Disney or Universal with the idea of she hasn't been to all the parks at Disney and I haven't been in forever. And, um, like, uh, I haven't been to Animal Kingdom and she'd love to go to that. And, you know, Disney's awesome. You know, it's huge. But at the same time, we'd both really like to go back to Universal. I think I'd probably like to go to it more than she would. Um, because I think she's still like, well, we just went there. You know, 2016. I don't know. I think we have plenty of time to decide, though. It is really tempting to just go back to Universal, though. It's such a great, great experience. I should get into sponsorship by Universal by as many times as I say that. That'd be great. They wouldn't do it, though. Cause I, don't th I don't think they really sponsor podcasts or anything. They, uh... The park's owned by a uh, Time Warner, not Time Warner, um, NBC, Universal, Comcast, that whole whatever division, however it's worked out. Like my cable and internet is owned by the same company as my go-to theme park. And there's even in-demand commercials for the park you can watch. It's just, the whole thing's kind of funny to me. You know, thinking about that, um, being that I'm not going, you know, for a good year or so. Makes me wonder what they're going to do with that ride for the last night. You know, the movies, the, the ride's definitely uh, themed around sort of Revenge of the Fallen, um, Dark of the Moon era of that timeline, you know, with the whole Nest operation and Optimus and B and Megatron or those incarnations of the of the character and... Starscream and all that's there, basically from guys from those first, that original three movies, that whole look and theming they had going on. So it's not, it's kind of funny because, you know, I didn't notice what they did for Age of Extinction or anything, but when we were there, 
at the park all the uh, bags of water. We're lucky, you know, they'd have the shopping bags and, and stuff, and it'd have characters from the rides on the, on the bags. What was the Age of Extinction version of Optimus on there, despite being, you know, that prior version of him in the ride? And when you get to the ride, there's a giant statue of him on top of the ride, and, you know, it's that first three movies incarnation, and in the meet and greets, it's Optimus and Bumblebee, and Megatron's the Dark of the Moon version, you know, so it's, there's something kind of funny about that. Actually thinking about it, I think he's supposed to be like a hybrid of a, that alien tank he turns into in Revenge of the Fallen, and the uh, Dark of the Moon version. He, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm putting more thought into the that's stupid. I'm not going to criticize myself for putting more thought into it or anything because you're listening to a podcast that nine times out of ten is me talking about Transformers. You know, I say it's about loving Transformers and having fun because occasionally I talk about other things, but it's mainly a Transformers podcast. And I spend so much time on them. The time to judge myself for talking too much about them. Is over. We're into that uh, territory, aren't we, guys? How about we jump into the Q and A portion of the show? Because I'm 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 babbling about myself, and I think I'm just gonna hop in my car and drive down to Universal. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna do that. <laughs> Such a great place to go. But the Q and A portion of the show, the questions and answers, is fed from a thread in Talk Transformers, the exclusive talking place of being awesome. It's a group on Facebook, as you know. It's the best place you can talk online, as you know. So as you know, go join. When that thread comes up, you can participate. You know what I mean? Well, this week's question comes from Eric Crowbar. And Eric goes on to ask, When do you think you'll stop collecting Transformers toys? I doubt I, doubt I will until I stop living, but anything can happen. Life is crazy. I'm trying to phrase this in the... <laughs> The worst answer you can give a question is, I don't know. That's really the truth. I don't know because I don't really plan to. You know what I mean? Um, you see, I, I don't... Every once in a while someone will ask that, and I'm like, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm not planning to stop or assuming a time I would. I could see points when I would slow down, as it has been in the past, when uh, finances might have become tighter or whatever, you know. For a while there, I had uh, lost my butt, so to speak. And was pretty low down financially for a while. And that pretty slowed down my buying for a little bit. Because you know there's just wanting so much stuff like that I could buy. In addition to stuff I had to spend money on. You know like life expenses. And um, you know when I was in college and, and stuff. It was I didn't buy them at the feverancy as I do now. Because you know just like I said I just didn't have as much, much money. But I, I, I always twitch a little when people say collecting because I always think of myself as a fan first and the collector second because I'm collecting them because I'm a fan, not the other way around. That's why, you know, I, I joke about the guys with the themed shelves and all that, but I just totally don't do that because I'm just buying toys of characters I like and stuff I like. I, I, I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but I kind of like Transformers, you know? And, um, you can't, it's kind of hard to say you're buying them when you're a kid because you were just kind of, it was your allowance and, uh, stuff your parents got you and stuff. But it's been like over 30 years now. I don't, 
I don't know if there's a if, if the line ends tomorrow, I might slow down. I probably still like them as I did when it kind of farted away for a little while there at the end of G1. I still liked it, <laughs> you know. It was still a thing I was into, you know. I um, so I don't I don't know, Eric. I I'm 39, and I remember in prior conversations you saying you were born in 1999. Well, I was 21 then. I was an adult and buying these things and watching the cartoons and just head over my heels and my fandom before you were even born. So I don't, I don't know. You know, it, it's, it's stupid. <laughs> I'm not saying the hobby's stupid or your question's stupid or anything. I'm saying it's kind of, it's kind of stupid to worry about stuff like that because you know, I'm not really a sports guy, but I know people who are lifelong fans of a team and they stick with them and you know they got a we'll say the Yankees um they got a million Yankee shirts and probably got all these bobbleheads of the players and whatever funko things and you know starting lineup stuff and million caps and all, you know you know they got a couple of Yankees hoodie you know what I mean it's like do they ever plan on stopping no something would have to make them physically not want to deal with that anymore and i think it kind of falls into the same thing i don't know why people put such a extra emphasis on stuff like this especially this day and age when it's allegedly cool to be a nerd i, I hate saying that it's kind of when you continuously deal with these labels into adulthood it's just at some point you gotta let go of the stuff from high school and middle school and elementary school and all that just I'm just a person with interests, you know. Yeah, it's just a, um, if you're worried about being a geek when you're 40, you need to stop and go, why do I care? <laughs> I, I think I'm just me, and some people are still uncomfortable with themselves, and those people, I think, probably should put serious thought to giving up on their hobbies or whatever, because they're obviously uncomfortable with themselves and their hobbies if they're so uncertain about them, you know, and uncertain about how other people think of them about them i totally don't and i've got a pretty good life a pretty good marriage and pretty good stuff and my hobby's never tainted that in any way i don't think i don't think it's ever tainted any personal relationship at all i don't some people are really embarrassed of this stuff and you know i'm not gonna tell people how they should think or whatever but if you're like i, I could see if you're a teenager or early adult or whatever, where stuff like those social labels and imagery and all that still has really an effect on your social life because you know it's your where do you sit in the lunch tables? You know which which where do you sit in the lunch room? Where are you in the front of the bus or the back of the bus? That kind of thing. I understand that you you don't really. You don't really know any better because that's just your way of life. But that, it's not really that first day when you're not in school anymore and you're just living your life. It's just as you go and you're like, after you start live, leaving that life and your adult life starts to just kind of, man, F all those guys. I don't ever want to speak to them ever again. I don't have to. I don't ever have to speak to them again. I mean, I've. I've befriended a few people from high school that I knew that I stayed pretty good with, but a lot of them, like, 
yeah, I have no urge to ever talk to you again. You sucked. <laughs> you know. And I think, um, like I said, I don't, I'm not going to say I don't think I'll ever stop. Because I, you know, I don't think I'll ever stop being a fan. Uh, as far as buying stuff or whatever, um, depends on my financial state, how the frequency I buy them will continue going. I mean, I just bought like a good $60 of robots yesterday, you know. So I guess that would depend on my frequency of purchasing or whatever. Yeah, I don't really see a reason for me to ever stop. <laughs> and uh, you're you're a kid, you know, you're, you're just finishing high school here, going into college. You know, you don't see yourself stopping any soon, but look, man, life just started for you. You might be done with them in a, a month after you start college. It's, you can say never now, but you're still not growing. You're still, you're still growing into who you are, you know, so... Well, it's obviously optimistic for you to say, I don't think I ever will. You know, there's stuff I never thought I'd give up <laughs> when I was your age either. And I look back and I'm like, oh yeah, I was into that. Like, you know, um, I was like a dorky kid. Uh, you know, I was in a, well, when I was in elementary school, I was just a kid. You know, no one's really dorky or cool or popular when they're that age because they're just kids. They're all just kids. Now, you know, you sure you got the one that gets... <clears throat> excuse me, picked on more than others. And the one kid that's more popular than the other. Sure. Certainly. But all that other stuff is just doesn't really exist as much till you start hitting that, um, teenage part of your life. Like I guess on into middle school and all that, when it becomes, it's a difference between your classroom and the kids in your class that you associate with more than not. And realistically, if the teacher reassigns your seating, you end up, associating more with the kids you're sitting next to more than not anyway. But uh, when you uh, enter on into that, I guess, junior high, I guess it's just a thing of the past. It was a, it was a thing when I was a kid, but by the time it came to, it came from my time to go to junior high, my school system changed and it all became middle school. So I don't, I don't even know how that worked out in kids' minds. I always wondered about those kids who, were in junior high, then the next year they were in middle school. I always wonder how awkward that was for them. But um, my, uh, my class was the first class entering middle school when that whole started, you know. And so that's my viewpoint. But that's when, you know, you start kind of formulating. And it doesn't really stick either because one year could be different than the next. I remember some kids that were cool in one grade and next grade they were complete losers you know but that's where that whole cool kid lame kid stuff really kind of starts working out you know and I remember I wasn't ready <laughs> you know I think I thought I was ready I thought it looked cool to be a teenager and doing all this stuff but it became very obvious I wasn't ready <laughs> you know to I was a late bloomer and I guess I didn't really realize it until after I started kind of coming out to my own as an adult. But I was like, I just wanted to play my Nintendo and watch cartoons. And uh, that wasn't acceptable anymore. And in them days, the internet wasn't really something. You know, some people had BBSs and as internet became a th thing in people's lives it still was on the outer rims like you just didn't really bring it into your day-to-day -day conversation you know it's just some stuff at home that you didn't really bring up 
because most people didn't really have a concept of it and it just wasn't really worth the conversation. But, uh, yeah, I was just a goober dork ball of a kid. And as peer pressure went in, I got real used to not bringing that stuff into my day-to-day life at school or my little crappy part-time job or anything. It was just wasn't worth the conversation, you know. Wasn't like now when you can share your hobby with whoever all over the world and no one cares. You know, if it's a place where someone cares, they're probably not commenting on the same places you're talking about it on. It kind of segregates itself in that, in that way, you know. And, um, you know, through high school and all that, I was still this dorky kid, but by high school, I'd say about halfway through ninth grade, it really started becoming important to me to be cool. And I wasn't cool at all. But I was trying, and I ended up trying too hard sometimes. And just kind of embarrassing myself and not not understanding why I wasn't working out, why I didn't get it. And uh, I remember, I remember by 10th grade, I took to wearing a trench coat because I thought it looked cool. Still looked like a goober. And somewhere in 11th grade, I fell out of caring if I was cool or whatnot and started getting into punk and industrial and all that and started dyeing my hair and wearing band shirts and all this stuff. Because, you know, you're an individual. Every teenager thinks in black t-shirts think they're an individual. It's okay. <laughs> and um, that kind of went on to end out college. Because by the time I ended up ended up high school, I was a... Uh, just kind of done giving a crap out there. Like, I had my friends and that was it. You know, I just didn't care what anyone else thought of me. Which is contradictory because you totally care if you're a poser or not. No, yeah, I'm not a poser, you're a poser. Yeah. It's still labels. I mean, it's still the same high school stuff, you know. And when you're older, you can laugh at it, But when you're a kid, it was serious business. And you're like, I'm not dealing with your social structure anymore. And then you get involved in an even more judgmental social structure. And I'll say that now comfortably as an adult, that whole punk kid, goth kid, alternative kid, social structure is even more shallow and judgmental than the popular kid nerds and all that ever were. So don't don't let any of those kids fool you. They are worse by any means as far as being judgy jerks. And you know, as I kind of hung on to that going into college and... Here's the thing, I still had all these interests. I still just wanted to play video games and watch cartoons and horror movies. But I, I knew to keep it to myself. Because in those days, you just didn't talk about stuff. You just did not talk about your hobbies. You just, Unless it was what bands you were into, you just did not talk about any of it. You know, yeah, you would be shamed. If you weren't the average, everyday kid, you would be shamed. So you just learned not to talk about it. Because at the end of the day... You never even saw these kids at school outside of school. You could be in the same town and you'd never see them. It's like they just vanished. You'd occasionally, if you worked a drive through at McDonald's, you'd occasionally see one go through and they'd never really say anything because they're in the car with their parents, you know. Maybe a little bit later when everyone got cars, they'd show out and you'd be like, yeah, <laughs> got your order wrong, bye. But um, that was that, you know. And through college, I started kind of... I guess growing out of that and settling back into that middle school, pre-middle school version of myself that just wore whatever I wanted to wear and 
played video games and watched cartoons. Because all that stuff was just high school stuff that fades away as you as adulthood goes away and you're like, wow, no, none of that actually mattered. Not a single thing of that mattered. And, you know, I'm saying that because stuff at the time that was super important to me <laughs> wasn't anymore. And here you are, I guess you're what, 17, about to be 18? And you're going to graduate high school here if you haven't already done it by time. I don't know when school ends anymore. I, It's the end of May, so I'm assuming soon. Um, I'll know when I come home and I don't see the school buses in the way. I'll know, oh, school's up. Um, But that de- totally, uh, you know, I'm 39, which seems ancient to you. <laughs> you know, I, I'm entering middle-aged. I'm just an adult now. There's a point where you're a young adult. And then somewhere around your mid thirties, you're just an adult. It's over. You're not, you're not young. You're old. You're just there. You know. And there's stuff like twenty years ago when I was leaving high school, going into community college, stuff that meant the world to me that I have to actually force myself to remember now. So, you might, you might give up on your hobby. You might not. You know, I'm not going to say I hope you don't. I'm not going to say I hope you do. What I am going to say is I hope you're happy. Because that's what totally matters, is your own happiness. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> as an adult, I rarely... You know, I don't bring up my hobbies or anything at work or whatnot. Just because, you know, honestly, I just don't want to talk to a lot of people about what I do when I'm at home and not away from, you know, away from them. Because, kind of none of their business my personal life you know but there's some that know and they don't they really don't care like you know one of my co-workers he fishes all the time like he has a one of those professional grade boats and all that stuff and oh okay because it has no bearing on anything but when you were in high school what you did in your spare time was apparently your personality you know so you like i said in my personal experience you just learn not to talk about it because people give you crap over it and every once in a while as an adult you'll meet someone who gives you crap and are judgmental over you over your hobbies or whatever and you'll notice the majority of the people in the room will mentally make that person giving you crap over your hobbies a pariah instead of agreeing with them because they're like wow you're a jerk and that's 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 me going off on a tangent that had nothing to do with your conversation. I think it had something to do with your uh, question. I think I answered it. I don't know. Or I think I just went on and on and on. Which is tenderly what I do. Tenderly? Eh. When you do one of these by yourself, you kind of... You give yourself uh, talking points. Like, this is what I'm going to talk about this week. And then it just kind of goes where it goes. And you got to kind of mentally make yourself not do things you don't want to do. Like I try to my best to watch my language when I do this because one Kilby doesn't really like a lot of cursing on his network, which, you know, it's his network. So you're going to respect it. But two the older I get, the more unpleasant I find a bunch of cussing. So, I mean, the occasional F bomb or whatever is going to happen, but you know, I'm like 
dude, learn some verbs or something, man. Get some pronouns in your life. <laughs> yeah, it, it just starts sounding like, well, that person's not the most intelligent person. In <laughs> and that's just the way it is. But I hope I answered your question, Eric. Or at least I hope I entertained you enough to be worth listening to me attempt to answer it. Um, but thanks everyone for listening. Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun, is part of the Radio Free Cybertron family shows. And each and every one of us can be found at tfradio.net. And while you're there, please check out our Amazon links for an easy way to support the network without really costing you anything extra. I'm Rob. And I can be found online on Twitter and Instagram at RoboRobSpringer. And you can uh, check out my personal site, my blog, or my site, whatever you want to call it, ZoneBase. And that's ZoneBase.org. Guys, I'm... I think I'm going to get back to that nap. I'm, I'm, I feel a little out of it. So I will see you guys all next time. And thanks everyone for listening. And I'm going to hit stop and the music's going to start. Bye. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Transform, save the future. Come in on my